Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This week, I've been exchanging emails with a number of people on Kelly Leach, because Dr. Leach was on this program last Sunday, and we spoke with her about the platform she has said she will roll out if she becomes the leader of the Conservative Party and then becomes the Prime Minister of Canada, and it's been very contentious, and she says that, and you know by now, that if she becomes the Prime Minister, there'll be a policy which will require all would-be immigrants to essentially prove that they approve of Canadian values. So that's been contentious, controversial, people saying, well, that's bigoted, it's racist. Is it? I'm going to play back for you what Kelly Leach said to us last Sunday in just a minute. But we also this week had the Prime Minister of Canada, Justin Trudeau, speaking about Canadian values when he addressed the issue of a potential extradition treaty between Canada and China. And the Prime Minister said, I'm paraphrasing, that any extradition treaty would have to meet the high standards of Canadian values, or the highest Canadian values. Nobody jumped on that. But everybody did jump on the moving expenses for his... We'll, we'll get into that. Don't worry. We will get into the issue of the moving expenses for Gerald Butts and the Prime Minister's um, media... Not media person, communications director. A little later. Two more staffers for ministers are giving back money they're giving back thousands, but they're keeping thousands, many thousands. Yes, we'll get into that with the beauties. Catherine Swift, Michelle Simpson, former seatmate to the Prime Minister when they were both Liberal members of Parliament, and Linda Leatherdale. So we'll have an extended hour, an extended period with Catherine, Linda, and Michelle. And the first half hour is going to be dealing with that issue. We'll include your phone calls. And then Mayor Hector McMillan's going to be joining us, Catherine, Linda, and me. He's going to Germany for the IRE nano-knife pancreatic surgery that he cannot get in the province of Ontario. So we have hundreds of thousands of dollars to help with the moves for staff of the Prime Minister's assistants and ministers, but no money for the, uh, for the mayor's nano-knife pancreatic cancer surgery. No, we don't have any of that. And please don't tell me one is federal jurisdiction and the other is provincial. There's only one taxpayer. Anyway, let's have a listen to what Kelly Leach had to say when she joined me, conservative member of parliament, former junior cabinet minister in the Harper government, who rolled out the barbaric practices snitch line for which she's apologized. But as I said, Dr. Leach is now creating national headlines as she insists if she wins the leadership of the CPC and is elected prime minister, she'll... Have that policy in place to screen immigrants for anti-Canadian values. She says it's not about Muslims, although Dr. Leach has spoken about Canadian values not allowing for stoning of people based on who they love. That's been interpreted, along with other statements made by her, as being aimed at Muslim immigrants. Um, so let's have a listen now, and then I'll run some numbers by you, and we'll include your phone calls. Let's have a listen to the conversation I had last Sunday with Dr. Kelly Leach about this issue of... Canadian values and how she would put it in place and apply the Canadian values principle that she espouses to newcomers to Canada. Listen, if we had a system in this country where we had actually annual referenda, which would only be placed on the ballot if a sufficient percentage of Canadians felt they deserved to be there, 
and then were voted on by the population, and the population uh, would hold sway over government. In other words, we by majority say this is what we want, so you, the government, have to follow our lead. If that were the case, you could potentially take your program, your platform, uh, to establish whether newcomers to Canada have Canadian values or support Canadian values or not. You could take it to Canadians, so by majority they could decide. What do you think? <laughs> well, I, I think it's an interesting uh, proposition, uh, Roy, and I think that Canadians uh, would enjoy having that referendum because, as I've been hearing across the country, the, the supermajority of Canadians agree from coast to coast that this is an issue they want to talk about. They want to talk about having a core, unified identity as Canadians, and about Canadian values. And I I appreciate you raising this, because it also lets me tell you about something I'm concerned about. And that concern is that, you know, our Prime Minister stated that there is no core identity, that the Canada has no core identity. And I believe the Prime Minister is mistaken and is playing a dangerous game by denying a unified Canadian identity based on Canadian values. You know, the Liberals are increasing immigration levels for refugees and uh, and regular immigrants. And I think more immigration is fabulous. It's part of what's built our country. I'm pro-immigrant. But they have the immigration minister talking about divisions amongst liberals themselves on this issue and, and talking about integration. And quite frankly, how can you talk about integration when you don't know what you're integrating new immigrants into? If the PM believes there's no core Canadian identity then what exactly are we integrating new immigrants into? So uh, I hear every day from Canadians about the existence of a unified Canadian identity based on core values, and I believe those values are what have made us the greatest country in the world to live in, the reason why people want to come here. And you can't integrate someone who believes that women are property or, or gay should be stoned. You just simply cannot integrate that person. That's what I'm talking about. And... Uh, we have real solid Canadian values, and I'm looking forward to having that conversation about the unified Canadian identity. Well, it's definitely a conversation people want to have, and, and you know that, and I know that, because I do this for a living, talk radio, <laughs> and I've been hearing this populist rumble for years now. It's just gotten really loud recently, and we saw it on uh, in, in full display and the Brexit vote, and then try to say, mm-hmm. well, it was only the old people who decided, or it was only the people over here who wanted that. It's only those people. So they tried to try to um, inject all sort of negatives, but the final number was, we want out of the EU, and that was the referendum process. We've used it in this country. The Charlottetown Accord, was that not a decision referendum? made by... <laughs> by Canadians? What about last, wasn't it last year? Didn't we have an election? Wasn't that a referendum? By Canadians. By Canadians. So what am I supposed to object to here? What's wrong with what you're suggesting? Brian Mulrooney doesn't like it. Kevin O'Leary has written you off. What am I supposed to to object to here? Look, uh, Mr. Mulrooney can have his opinion. Mr. O'Leary can have his. But I have mine, and I think uh, I sound like the majority of Canadians, which is we want to have this conversation. We want to have this conversation about what it means to be Canadian, our core Canadian identity. And as I say, it's it's disturbing to me that the Prime Minister stated that there is no core identity to this country. I believe there is. And I think that we should be having that robust discussion with Canadians. They want to have it. They've overwhelmingly talked about it. You know, and, and as I say, we, we then, on the other hand, have the Liberals talking about, in the case of the immigration minister, integration, and 
I don't know what they want to integrate immigration immigrants into when they don't have any core Canadian identity. Um, you can't integrate a, a person who uh, believes in uh, their their wife is a piece of property into uh, into anything if you don't believe in anything. So are, are you, I'm looking you, forward to the conversation. Dr. Leach, are you aiming this at Muslims? Not at all. You know, uh, this has nothing to do with being anti-Muslim. This has everything to do with what we are as Canadians. People who care about a core identity with certain values that have made our country what it is today. And one of those core values is religious freedom. You know, I'm pleased to live in a country where freedom of worship is once you sit, so long as each chooses that form of worship freely, is a core Canadian value, and it ought to be celebrated. And for the Prime Minister to deny that we have a value structure here, I think is dangerous. You know, whether you're Muslim, Jewish, Christian, here in Canada, you can freely worship. Women can choose to attend mosques freely in Canada to worship the religion they choose, follow their customs and beliefs, and whether well, it's the Orthodox. Did, how, how, would your, how would your plan work? So, you know, somebody wants to come into the country. Somebody's doing all the right things, following all the procedures to get into the country legally. Now, where does your where does your, uh, your 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 process, your plan, your policy kick in, and how does it work? Well, I, I've been asked this question a fair amount, and I will get to talking about the process. Uh, right now, though, we've heard that the government has a new plan for immigration. I'm looking forward to seeing the details on that, and I think along with my fellow conservatives and fellow Canadians, we're looking forward to welcoming new citizens into the country so that we can all work together to build a, a better and bright future. But, but, but you, but you, have, a, but but you me, have a plan. But you have a plan, exactly. Dr. Leach. Shouldn't you have the application of that plan in place? Yeah, and so what I'm doing right now is I'm out talking with folks. We've, we're putting together, we have a, a process that we'll be announcing, but I'm waiting to see what the Liberals will be bringing forward, their new plan for immigration so that I can test against that. And then whether it be November or December, I'm not sure when the Liberals are coming forward with their plan. We'll come forward with our process okay. after that. Now, you're, you, know, you know you're going to be called a racist if you haven't already. Scott Reed in his Ottawa Citizen column wrote that your screening of newcomers for Canadian values, quote, she is waltzing into a moral swamp where raw prejudice is normalized and bigotry can hide in plain sight. End of quote. You know, Premiers Wynne and Couillard of Ontario and Quebec last year suggested any Canadians who questioned the screening methodology for Syrian refugees by the federal government were racist. That earned Wynne an instant and stern rebuke from uh, Ujjal Dossange, the former Liberal Premier of British Columbia, who's, a, who's a, an immigrant himself. And as far as uh, um, uh, Scott Reid is concerned, he once said of Canadians, I think when Prime Minister Harper uh, said you'd get $100 uh, per month per child, you give that to Canadian parents, they'll just blow it on popcorn and beer. So, talk about having some uh, weird, weird, weird uh, view of life. But oh, look, I, I I understand the compulsion of some people to call me names or put me in a certain paint me in a certain way. But it's just simply not true, and it's not fair. The fact of the matter is, is that. No, but, but you know, we're in the, we, we, but we live in an era where, uh, Dr. Leach, we live in an era where throwing labels at people is just the way they do things. It's the way it's done now. It's well, it's easy. <laughs> I appreciate that it may be easy, and that's why I'm going to keep talking about this item 
a unified Canadian identity right. and Canadian values because Canadians care about it. That's and I'm I confident, you know, with the support of people like yourself and others, that we will punch through and the Canadians will engage in this dialogue, which is so essential to the country. You know, it's, I have a fundamentally different approach to this. I believe as a Canadian that we have a core identity and that's fundamentally different than the prime minister of our country. So there's the core of the conversation that I had with Dr. Kelly Leach last Sunday on this issue of her policy yet to be unveiled in detail on uh, how newcomers, immigrants to Canada, would have to be satisfied somehow the uh, the plan that she's going to develop in more detail that uh, they support Canadian values. Now, clearly, she's waiting for the most opportune time to roll out the plan and and do it in such a manner that it's again, politically opportune to Dr. Leach and her campaign to become leader of the Conservative Party and then ultimately Prime Minister of Canada. But I have this question for you. You just heard Dr. Leach, and this whole issue about Canadian values has been talked about a great deal, and it's been in media everywhere over the last number of weeks. So what are Canadian values? What are Canadian values? Not traditions and habits like a double-double in a hockey game. What are Canadian values? Can you name one? 888-225-8255, 416 What are Canadian values? 888-225-8255, What did the uh, soldiers storm onto Juneau Beach about on the 6th of June, 1944? What were they fighting for? What are the Canadian values? Kelly Leach is accused of being bigoted, racist, and exclusionary. Is she? Is she? Now, a number of years ago, I suggested something that if I suggested it today, I think I'd be accused of being a bigot. So let me run it by you, what I suggested on air a few years ago, and that was that each immigrant should be required to pay a nominal amount of money monthly for his or her first two years in this country by purchasing health insurance in order to access our expensive and taxpayer-funded provincial health care systems. You know what? At the time I did that, doctors called in, and they said they thought it was a good idea. If I said that today, what would I be called? A bigot? Didn't we have a reasonable accommodation debate not so long ago? My number is 888-225-8255-416-870-6400. Can you name a Canadian value, and is Kelly Leach a bigot, or is she reasonable, or somewhere in between? Mosan in Toronto. Uh, hi, how are you? Good, sir. How are you doing? Good, good. Uh, I just find that, um, you know, a lot of it is uh, subjective view, viewpoints. Like you mentioned in your, uh, your what you felt... Yeah. What? Yeah, Mosan, I know this is going to take a little longer than we have time, so hold on, and I'm going to come back to you, and all of our callers, phone lines are very busy, I'm going to come back to you, Mosan, and we'll develop what you're saying, and we'll hear from the rest of our callers. We'll come right back. Emails to Roy at RoyGreenshow.com and follow me on Twitter at The Roy Green Show. Forum Research did a uh, poll on Kelly Leach's uh, plan 
and uh, for the Toronto Star. And McLean's points out 67% agreed that immigrants should be screened for anti-Canadian values. Uh, 87% of Conservatives, 57% of Liberals, 59% of New Democrats supported uh, Kelly Leach, 67% across the country. And then last year, you'll recall this, last year during the um, federal election on the issue of whether or not a woman should be allowed to wear a niqab during the swearing in for Canadian citizenship, 82% nationally supported the Harper government's position that the niqab should not be worn. So it is a, it's an issue that, that generates a tremendous amount of, of feedback, and we'd be fools not to get into the discussion, because if we talk to each other about issues, I've said this so many times, we ultimately all will benefit. Mosan, back to you in Toronto. Thanks for your patience, well, thank you. sir. No problem at all. I just feel that a lot of it is subjective, like pro-abortion. Is that a choice or is that not a choice? Capital punishment, racism. You have all these kinds of issues, and I don't think that we should allow immigration values into this picture. It's, a more, it's, more, it's not, nothing to do with Canadian values. Like, for instance, did the G20 police uh, accommodate G2 values? Clearly they didn't. Do we, do we understand, do we properly communicate Canadian values to each other? I does think it, in the does it change from region to do. region? I, I think we do in terms of diversity and in terms of integration among accepting other cultures and other facets of, of values. That is the beauty of Canada. I've, I'm a Muslim. I've been here 45 years, and I consider myself Canadian. So to say, oh, we don't believe in stoning to death, yeah, there's a lot of other things that uh, Canadians don't believe in pro-abortion. So does that make them not Canadian values? What's the core Canadian value to you? What 45 years here, you yeah. and I have been here, here almost the same amount of time. What's the single most important value of being in Canada or, or being Canadian? It's respecting uh, one other, each other's uh, values of faith and accepting and respecting their values and keeping in, in line of that, not uh, getting into any form of violence, but having... having uh, sub- Respect? Exactly. All right, sir, I appreciate the call. Respect. In White Rock, British Columbia, Mike... Salutations, Mr. Green, and thank you for engaging this topic. Yes, sir. Uh, I happen to agree that the most valuable aspect we have of our Canadian identity is that we have none. Our actual identity and why I am so patriotic is that wherever I travel, I am a person first and a Canadian second, and that makes me very patriotic because in our civilization, we value the right of the individual to exist. And rights have responsibilities. No right can exist without the responsibility. So your, your right to life means the responsibility not to kill. Your right to property means the responsibility not to steal. The right to your body means do not perpetrate violence upon others. And so all of these other values that people talk about are based on the right of the individual to exist and all other individuals you agree to exist under that same right. Are core values an evolving reality? That's a two-phase yes no. question. The core value is your selfhood or your selfness as an individual. What you do with that 
with respecting the same value for all others, and that's the equality of the right of the individual to exist and live, uh, is based upon that. For example, who decides what these values are? It has to be the individual, not some group. You can perform it. Well, ultimately, and I appreciate your call, Mike. Thank you very much from White Rock, British Columbia. Ultimately, there's going to have to be some level of consensus, is there not, on what values are and what identity is? Even though the Prime Minister told the New York Times, quote, there is no core identity, no mainstream in Canada. Justin Trudeau to the New York Times. 888-225-8255-416-870-6400. My number is Green Show, Chorus Radio Network. Let's talk to Lynn. Hi, Lynn. Hi, Roy. I just want to say I agree with Dr. Leitch. I think that she has just nailed it. We used to have a Canadian identity, but I don't see it anymore. It's been diluted so much. It used to be that people would respect their elders, uh, offer a seat on a bus to someone more um, feeble or older or pregnant. You don't see that happening anymore. And I think it's disgraceful. So it's more of a me-first, me-only society that we're living in. Yes. You know what disturbs me is when kids... When kids, I'm drifting a little bit here, but when kids call their parents by their parents' first names, yes, that doesn't work. Uh, that's true. But what's the but core I, Canadian value to you? One core Canadian uh, value. I, I can't nail it anymore. I don't know. Since liberalism has yeah. taken over, we used to be kind, gentle people, respectful. But we're not uh, anymore. Uh, no. Okay, thank you for the call. I wonder if that's, again, whether that's a regional reality or a regional perception. You might go to some parts of Canada and people would say, well, nobody's kind and courteous anymore. Everybody's distant. Everybody talks on those damn mobile phones all day long and don't talk to each other. And then you go somewhere else in the country where it's more rural and people would say, pretty cool place. Everybody gets along just fine. What's a core Canadian value? Karen is in Lethbridge, Alberta. Hi, Karen. Hi. Well, it doesn't really matter what shore we were born on. As Canadians, the two most important core values in my mind, and I'm 75 years old, is that we Canadians still have freedom and we are great peacemakers. We are globally known as that. That is who we are, and everything else is a spin-off. And I'm a little tired at my age of hearing downing the differences that we've become in this in this country there is still respect out there there is still common courtesies there is still social graces but we are peacemakers we are free we're also historically war fighters but in order to establish the kind of the peace today. that is worth defending well, if we defend what is ours, and so we should, as everyone does. All right. Thank you very much for the call, Karen. Let's go to from Lethbridge, Alberta, to Toronto, and Tony. Hey, Tony. How are you doing? Good, sir. Thank you for your call. Um, the lady that was on speaking earlier, she kept on talking about stuff about, like, um, stoning or women as property or whatever. Like, who's stoning anybody in Canada? Like, what is Canadian values? Like, I'm a naturalized Canadian citizen. 
right? I wasn't born here. But most of these politicians that come on radio, come on TV, they don't even like Canada. They don't care about Canada. They're corporatists. All they want to do is make sure that corporations make money hand over fist and screw everything else. Speak about the TPP and how that's going to destroy Canada. Everybody needs to talk about the TPP. Well, what's, a core, what's a Canadian value that matters then? You know, if, if the politicians can't be trusted, and God knows there's a significant argument to be made uh, on that score, particularly this week when we saw how much was looted from the Treasury, the people's Treasury, just to help people move, if politicians can't be trusted, if their loyalty is to party first and country second, then core values become even more important, Tony. Right? Yeah, core values become more important. Like the other call you had on, she said like Canadian values is like no, no, she a seat on a bus. Like, no, no, that was see. Dr. Leach has been challenged for um, having said that she opposes. Uh, stoning of, uh, of of individuals based on who they love. So I think the caller was was referencing that particular part of the story. My, my, I think this is my this is my Canadian values, right? Yeah. My Canadian values is that don't don't infringe on anybody's rights. If women want to come here and they want to wear kneecaps and hijabs, I could care less because guess what? They're not telling me to wear it. I don't care. They can wear whatever they want. Am I wrong or right? I just I, I want to hear what the I'm not going to disagree with you, because I want I want to find out what the core values are that this, people... This, this, this is this not an agree-disagree situation yeah, or, or discussion. I, I want to know what the core values are. What, what is core values? Like, but it's interesting no, what, what... Well, that's a, that's the question. But, but, but that's the thing, though. People need to ask... It's what we live by. It's what we, it's what we exist by. It's what we coexist with. It's what we use to coexist. The core values that we can expect certain behaviors and certain attitudes from each other but in days, order to you coexist. Can't anything. You can't expect anything any, anymore these days. I mean, look at how the world is run. So there are no core values then. There is no core values. The core value is money. Then we're, in, then we're in serious trouble, my friend. It's, trust me. I know that. All right. I got to go, Tony. I thank you for the call.